0: Welcome to the Alive Lauren Podcast. This is the place of celebrating juicy, soulful living. It's the place of celebrating mystery and question and the pursuit of loving it all, of embracing absolutely everything and the unfathomable and just really coming to a place of some kind of peace that, um, yes, it is a magical adventure and so much of it um, just doesn't make sense. Sometimes they are moments of clarity, just that it is this crazy adventure of clarity and lostness and all of it rolled into one. So today is a sharing of an aliveness because this is a celebration of sometimes just sharing ideas and there isn't necessarily a place of answer but sometimes there's perspectives or ways of looking at things that um, can can help can help live from a juicier place. So I haven't properly researched this, so you'll forgive, but something that's been alive in me recently is um, sure so much of my journey with Visualization and mind power and all of this, um, often looks at the outer world, like as some sort of sign or reinforcement of progress on the inside. So, you know, like if you visualize and focus on something and then in the simplest formula, you know, what you're creating in your mind then manifests in your world or seeing things labeled as sort of flow or ease or progress on the outside as the so-called signs. And I've just been wondering, maybe it's got absolutely nothing to do with signs like that. Um, okay, so to explain this, there's a few different stories. So one of them is an absolutely beautiful parable that I heard from Robin Banks' first time on a Mind Power event, at a Mind Power event where he's talking about the story of this farmer and his son. And it's a beautiful parable. I love parables, even if I've heard them a million times before. I just love, 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 love how they point to stuff deeper in the simplest, most profound way. And how sometimes when you listen to them, you can pick up different things through the years and they'll mean something different. They just sort of wash over. So in this one, there's a son and father, a widowed family, and um they have a, a horse, I believe. And one day, not a very wealthy family at all, this horse runs off and the news spreads throughout the town. And this horse used to help with the farming and they really have very little. And this news spreads and the village descend on the farm and they're like, oh my God, this is so bad. Your horse ran away. You have hardly anything. That horse was such an asset around the farm and what are you gonna do and the farmer like looked at everybody and kind of gave a bit of a shrug and he was like hmm good bad who knows and everyone just like looked at the farmer and he's this crazy old man what do you mean good bad who knows obviously this is bad you guys needed that horse and and they all like wander off and and go back to their their lives and days and then a few days later, their horse returns with like a dozen wild stallions. Beautiful, beautiful, magnificent horses. And news of this spreads. Oh, and the village descends on the farm and oh, there's celebrations and oh my God. And there's also some flutterings of envy and some just celebration for the joy and this abundance that's descended this family, and they're like, oh my god, this is amazing, this is so good, you guys had like nothing, and now look at these horses, they're amazing, you'll break them in, you'll breed them, you'll become the wealthiest person in this village, in this province, you'll be able to contribute, oh my god, this is gonna completely transform your lives, this is amazing, this is so wonderful, this is so good, and the farmer shrugged, and good, bad, who knows and again they're like what do you mean who knows clearly it's a good thing and a few days later the farmer's son is breaking in the horses and there's a terrible accident and a horse falls and he breaks his leg and Oh, my God, another village hears about this. And, oh, my God, this is so terrible. And now your son is going to delay all the work and the progress. And, oh, who knows, even if he, is his leg going to heal, is he going to be okay? Will he get back to the same degree of work? And, and the farmer, you're too old. And, oh, this is so terrible, 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 terrible. And the farmer shrugs and he's like, good, bad. Who knows? They're like, obviously this is bad. And this sort of carries on and the last sort of like installment of the story that I heard was that some terrible war broke out and there was all this conscription going on and the farmer's son didn't get called up and conscripted because he he can't even stand up. He gives no point in use and value to the army and the rest of the villagers descend on the farm they're like oh my god this is so amazing you're so lucky this is so good for you that your son is injured because now he's not going to go fight and who knows if our sons will even return and the farmer again good bad who knows so this definition because there the so-called good and these so-called like signs were actually nothing to do it was like the village were defining. So when it was something that brought a perceived abundance or ease or something that us humans think of as something good, and if it brought something that was challenging or disruptive or sad or difficult to deal with, it was seen as bad. And um, I've kind of been just contemplating this, and, and two particular stories came to mind. More just to absolutely, what if we could just surrender into loving the opportunity of being here, whatever life brings, that we get to be part of this game, every moment that we're still in our avatars, that we're in this game of life for everything that it ushers in, and maybe there are no goods or bads, it's just life, and maybe, maybe we can expand our Ability to kind of live and, and pleasure of it all, which has also been vividly in my space with the work of Carolyn Elliott's existential kink and some of her other work as well recently. And the two other stories that I wanted to share, and I think it is Van Gogh, Van Gogh, where in his lifetime if I've got the wrong artist forgive me but the story still remains true I really do think it's him like I said I didn't research but you'll get the heart and message here which is also something I just need to be reminded of and may it serve you too whoever needs this reminder so like here was someone that in his soul and his being and his essence just felt this desire to express artistically and through his creations that he was a visionary beyond his time people did not understand his art in his lifetime he couldn't give the art away and I'm sure this is him or it was a similar artist that today I I believe like their artworks would sell more than like the gross domestic product of some small countries and couldn't be given away in their lifetime and it's not just one this happens multiple times but how the brother that did support him would give him so little money because he's like what are you wasting your time and efforts on this rubbish art that like nobody gets nobody wants and he would still scrimp and save to buy art supplies because it just felt this expression doing it because there was a pleasure and joy and satisfaction in the expression and that life there's this constant yearning to express creatively and we're part of that um, and it's not always about what it yields. So, you know, looking at this outside. So was it wrong for him to do because he wasn't amassing wealth and recognition in his lifetime? And maybe that's not it. You know, maybe it's perfect in terms of everything that was his avatar's experience. And um, it's a lot more to discuss here. And we will in upcoming days. But there always is a commitment to like at least like a 10-minute burst of some inspiration, thoughtfulness, sharing. So in my conclusion with this one for today is that that was that maybe there is no right or wrong. If something calls and beckons to express through you, then maybe that honoring of it is exactly perfect because when you collapse this illusion of time, because which is only real in the chronology of us living here, okay, but beyond our body in the space time experience, if you look at an artist like that, there is a point in this timeline okay this illusion of the time story where he is revered and acknowledged and loved and adored and people can't pay enough for his works although it doesn't add up in his lifetime but when you look at it in a bigger perspective um that it, it is all appreciated and beautiful and perfect and the other one as well I remember hearing this other story about this doctor it was a time in history when doctors did not see the link between like clean cleaning up before surgeries and that you can spread bacterias and things um from one place to another that can lead to death even disease and death and something like this so again I may have the details wrong but you get the essence of the story was that um there was like a hospital with women being birthed and then there was like a section where I think some sort of mortuary or like um going through dead bodies that had already had sort of amounts of like disease and stuff and going on because they're dead and they're decomposing and these doctors would go and there were increasing numbers of mortalities and birth rates and these women dying and these doctors were going from dealing with these corpses and all the kind of germs and bacteria there and they weren't washing and then they were going to deliver these women's babies and the spread of disease and infection and then blood getting infected and the woman dying and one of these doctors found this link and wanted to share this. Like he'd really, this, he just made this amazing discovery. And in his lifetime, other people thought he was absolutely stark raving mad. There was absolutely no connection. He was being ridiculous. And the bits and bobs of story that I heard was that he did land up. I think he was booked in some sort of madhouse. I think he absolutely like went mad. I don't know if he killed himself or he just like totally lost his mind. Um, And yet today, we absolutely know that germs and things, you know, we talk from a young age as kids, when you go to the toilet, afterwards, you know, pooping or whatever, um, you know, you wash your hands thoroughly, and um, that there are certain things that can be spread, and it's good and like to scrub up and clean up. Um, Obviously, I can go into a whole other dialogue, but that is what is very much alive in me, and May this, just thoughtfulness and that reminder for me was just that reminder that maybe things aren't exactly what they seem and that this good and bad and this validation of effort that maybe if something calls to be expressed through you and to be shared that is an interconnection between us and to trust that to trust what's alive in you in the moment which could be something that you share or forward or capture because there is an interconnectedness beyond anything we can imagine and that when you look back far enough all the alivenesses in us and that yearning to express adds up and makes sense even if in that moment in that timing you can't see the connection and get away from this labeling of what's good and bad that it all serves beautiful magnificent magical purposes Um, and I needed that so may it serve you too I leave And love you on this glorious note until we meet again.